I've been waiting for this. So like, I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, which is I used to smoke and I quit smoking. Right. Um, and like, I didn't want to talk about smoking. Uh, I think I mentioned it once with like in a Josh interview, but like, I didn't want to bring it up when I smoked, obviously. Cause like, I wasn't proud of myself, like to be, I wanted to be like this fitness role model. Mm. And, um, you know, it was super hard, but I've quit for like five months now or something, four months. And, uh, I didn't, I waited because you actually quit smoking right at the same time as me. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I kind of want to hold off and have this conversation with Blake. Um, so we could both just talk about that experience, hopefully help other people quit with like what worked for us and what didn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, how'd you quit? Uh, lots, lots of failure, uh, <laughs> like, and that, I think the biggest takeaway, if I had to give any advice is like that, that's okay. That's actually needed. I think it was important that I like relapse, that I, I failed, you know, um, there's one point like four days in and I am track, I'm tracking on an app, right? I think that's a big thing, like tracking your numbers, um, and like breaking down and, and actually going back to it and then resetting that number and remembering like how that feeling is because if you just quit and you're and you haven't failed yet it's like the only thing that you can think about when you're thinking about smoking again is like that feeling like oh it's it's on a pedestal it feels so good but um after you've relapsed once it's like nah no when i think about smoking now just remember how bad that felt to reset that progress or how it, that buzz wasn't really worth it or how you got dizzy afterwards because you hadn't you're not used to it anymore like that was really important for me to be able to move forward past I like I didn't hold it in this high regard anymore after that. So I think that was super important. Important. Um, yeah. Wait. How long ago was the last time you smoked? Like how how long have you how long has it been? You're clean of nicotine now. Is like five or six months. Yeah, it's like six. 170 days at this point. Okay. Like around. Yeah. I think I quit like a couple of weeks after you. Like mm-hmm. three, I think it was like three weeks after you. So yeah. I'm probably about to hit 100 days. Clean. Yeah. I also didn't want to talk about it while I was like 20 days out because like. Just in case I relapse. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't think we should celebrate too soon, but I think Mm. we're clear of it, right? I think after six months, it like, like you're kind of like out of the woods on it. I mean, it's never like, you're never completely gone. And like, Mm. that's something that I've learned is like a struggle too. It's like, you would think like, okay, like a year later or something, like you don't have that urge, but it's like, I want to smoke as bad today as I did six months ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I always want to smoke now. It's just like an ongoing problem or like, a thing that you like live with, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's something that like, I guess it's not surprising cause it's an addiction, but it's like, damn dude, like it's still, it's still like a battle that you're battling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but percent. yeah, like for me, and this is what I wanted to like kind of discuss and hopefully other people can get something from this. Like I knew that like I did a lot of research on like forming new habits and like breaking old habits and things like that. Um, just like the psychology behind it all. And, um, like I knew I had to transfer that energy over to a new habit. Right. And I tried all sorts of things like gum, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like the fidget spinners, uh, like all these different like methods, right. Um, to like switch that habit process over. And the thing that actually it was kind of unintended, but the way I quit was right at that time too. Kayla asked me to buy a big jug, right. Um, and we probably even talked about this on the podcast with her, but, um, I needed to drink more water every day. And so I bought that jug. And then every time I got the urge to smoke, I would drink 
that jug. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would drink water. So like, and that kind of, you know, like there's like a nervous twitch kind of addiction with your hand and there's like an oral fixation part of the addiction. So that mm-hmm. kind of like satisfied both for me. It was almost like pulling the cigarette to my mouth. Right. Mm, right. So I had all these like ideas and plans for quitting, you know what I'm saying? And then unintended, like I transferred that energy over to my water jug. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I just wanted to go on the record here saying like, that was the best method for me. Um, I know people, you know, have all sorts of ways. Did you, like have like a method that you use for like building like a new habit or something around it or like did you have like a i think the uh, i think that what worked best for me actually was um various forms of toothpicks they have that have like cinnamon flavored or and they have a lot that have like um one in particular had like um the toothache tree which is like a tree to help with like numbing of your mouth um uh like medicine um, and have that in my mouth because that actually caused a sensation on your like and on your actual gums and on your lips and like that whole like feeling of that toothpick there and like being able to chew on it and just having it in my mouth mm-hmm. definitely helped a lot. Um, but I think unintentionally for me too, uh, and what helped me mentally and what helped me, I guess, more long term after the, you know, like the initial physical cravings and the and the habit breaking of like the physical um, motions you go through is. Um, one day I was just like, it was like three days in and I'm like, I gotta get out of this apartment. I just, I'm like, I'm going wild in here. Um, so I went on a run and that was the first time that I've actually ran in so long. And I I don't even know how it became what it is now, but like that's now I run, you know, four to five times a week and Mm -hmm. that's my new, my new hobby. That's my new like passion. I just came out of nowhere. It just literally came from me. Just say I cannot be. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my like. I'm gonna relapse if I stay in this apartment. I just gotta mm. get out of here. Um, and then it was just. It's cool. It's like those unintentional things that suddenly like, I don't know, become really important. Um, and that was what worked for me. Wow, dude, that's yeah. awesome. I'm yeah. proud of you for um, both. Right, like mm. running that much and quitting. You know. Yeah. And that's something for anyone who's like, thinking about quitting or whatever. Like. First, it's like you need to admit to yourself that you need to quit. Like mm-hmm. I was in denial for the longest time of like I can quit whenever I want to, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not a problem until you admit to yourself that it is a problem, and that's kind of hard. And this is your wake up call for anyone who's like, oh, I, I, it's not a problem for me, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, what's it called? Another good reason is like it is so transformational for you. It like spreads through your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Um, like mm-hmm. I. I read some book on this or a book about like habits and shit. And, um, they use some lady who stopped smoking. Right. It's like, it's like for most people, unless you're like on heroin or something, quitting smoking is like the hardest thing for you to do. You know what I'm saying? So once you do that, you know, everything else becomes so much easier. Like going on those runs are so much easier than quitting smoking. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And like, you know, same thing for like, uh, oh, now I can wake up on time or, uh, oh, now I can, you know, build this app or do this triathlon or lift weights or like what all the other like healthy things that you want to do in your life, they become so much easier for some reason when you quit smoking. It's it's like a very transformational process that you go through and it's very mm. like, I don't know why it just sets so many other things like in line, like, like, mm. and you know, that your running comment just reminded me of that. It was like, you're just immediately like thrown into like healthier habits and situations for some reason. I don't like, I don't know why it's so transformational. You know what I'm saying? But it is, it is really like, 
Yeah. And I think for me, it was like, it's like one of the most humbling experiences of my life. Like, yeah. first off, like you said, admitting you have a problem, like, first off, it's like being truly honest with yourself, like sitting like that internal debate, looking at yourself objectively, being honest with yourself. And then during like the initial quitting phases, like you get to see, you know, after being honest with yourself, like, uh, this is, look at how this is affecting me. And you get to see kind of the way your mind works. And for me, it was like, you know, suddenly I would have this really intense, really, really like laser focused. The only thing I can, I can focus in on is the fact that I need it and I want it right now. And I couldn't think of anything else. And it was just so strong. And then, but then it just like goes away at some, like it just fades away and it comes back and it fades away. It's like a roller coaster in the beginning, but you like, it made me realize that, you know, the mind, like your mind's not always working in, in your best interest. It's just mm. working in like, and, and, and how it came. So like, then when those cravings came, I'm like, okay, this is gonna, this, this too will pass. Like this is gonna pass. This is temporary. Mm-hmm. Like this is not the final state. And it's like, I learned a lot about the way that my mind works because I got to see those waves and got to see the ways that my mind tried to get me to do things or, or not do things. So I, I feel like I have a better understanding of my own mental headspace and I can yeah. control it more and apply it to like anything that I might want to do. Yeah. Cause when you are smoking, it's like, you're basically like living in denial or something of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you know, it's worse with cigarettes for sure. Like, like I wasn't very down on myself when I smoked a vape, you know, like, but definitely when you're smoking cigarettes, you're like, fuck me, dude. Like I suck. Like I can't kick, like, this is like a obvious, terrible habit. Like, but like you also in denial of those thoughts. So you mm-hmm. like simultaneously, you're having this thought pattern of like, I suck. I hate myself. I'm, I'm worthless. Then at the same time, you're having this thought pattern of like, this is fine. I I'm choosing to do this. I like this lifestyle of smoking. You know mm-hmm. saying like, I like it. I hate myself. Like both those things are like simultaneously going on in your mind and you don't realize it. it's like so weird. I can't explain it because mm-hmm. you're on the one hand, you know how bad it is for yourself. Like you're letting yourself die younger. Like all these, like I'm almost getting like emotional saying it. Cause it's like sad to like think about my mindset like back mm-hmm. then. But like you're, you're just like, so it's like so depressing, dude. It really is. It's just like so bad, dude. And it's just like, you don't want to admit it to yourself. You don't want to admit like, like how like bad you're treating your own body. You know what I'm saying? So you have to live in this phase of like denial of like, I like this. I like the, who I am with this. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's too hard to swallow the, the pill over here that like, like you're not treating yourself well. You know what I'm saying? And then that's the switch is like, like, now you're treating like now you care about yourself like when you quit if you can quit you know what i'm saying like that love like you lo- you're like you're finally like loving yourself like it's hard it's making me emotional man but like yeah you know what i'm saying like to mm-hmm. love to like really love yourself you know what i'm saying and like step away from that like it it gives you like so much more confidence like in all the other areas of your life you, you know it's like really a domino effect where it's like no, like I, I care enough to like stop this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that care and that confidence, it spreads. You know what I'm saying? Like now I care enough to fucking kill it at work. And, and I, I care enough to like, um, tr- you know, like treat other people in my life well and, and do all, you know what I'm saying? It's like it, it succeed in my company, you know, like why do I deserve to like succeed in my company if I can't even quit smoking? Right. Like those, mm-hmm. those thought patterns, like they don't manifest well, they don't manifest into success and they don't. And like, I don't know, man. Like, I didn't expect to get, like, emotional in this conversation, but, like, 
if you're listening to this right now and like you're still smoking, like this is your fucking wake up call. Like, I don't know what you're doing listening to me talk right now and like hitting your jewel or whatever it is. Like fucking stop, mm. like care about yourself and just fucking stop. Yeah. And, and I think you hit the nail on the head too, because for me it was like the mental gymnastics that, that go on to convince yourself to like, whether it's, it's, it's ignoring it, whether it's, I, I didn't realize how, how much it, it changed my like, actual thought process until like after and now that I, I feel like I have clarity, like looking back, like I would, I can twist it in any way to make it fit my narrative, to make it okay for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, I could convince myself of whatever I wanted it. I needed it to. Um, and like that it was okay, that it wasn't a problem that I didn't like just thinking about like, like hiding away in a bathroom and like hitting like, needing to hit a jewel and like just trying to keep it secret and and just it's just so, it's so demeaning it's just so like bad that i gave something so much power in my life and i let mm. it control so much and i let it control my thought and especially for me too because like that's like the one thing that i really pride myself on like the one thing out of anything in this world that i hold really dear and and like i'm proud of is like my mind and if i just gave this thing the reins like yeah and let it let it go nuts and it damaged my relationships with people it damaged um my confidence my mental health and i didn't really you don't truly understand it until you're on the other side of it um because you're doing those mental gymnastics and it's like oh wow like oh the reason that i felt so awful the past like six months was because i constantly had nicotine in my body and i was constricting my blood vessels and i was like operating at not a normal sober state at all times. And it, it was just something that really, it, it just, it feels really, really good to be on the other side. And it feels like, I don't know. It's like you've been, I've been walking around and been doing things with like added weight on. And now I, I feel like I've taken that off and I'm like, wow, this is what I used to be like probably. <laughs> uh, and like, <clears throat> I can, I can do anything. You just feel if it's just as, is a really humbling experience. I like saw really like, I really understood things that I, d I didn't think that I would beforehand. And I really like, you just don't know what, what your mind is capable of to convince you of things like, until you like can objectively look back at it and be like, Oh, I was just wrong. Like that's, mm -hmm. it's scary to think that I would let that make, make calls for me. It, mm -hmm. It's truly, an intense experience, but I think, I think it's, um, and it's gotta be something that someone's willing to do. Cause it's not easy. It's not easy. So it's going to be a, a trip. So you have to be fully committed, but once you do, it's, I definitely think as of right now, it's like the best decision I've ever made in my life. Like it's, I think it's one of the most important ones mm -hmm. too. Yeah, man. Really. I, um, I wish we could talk about it longer, but we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I wasn't sure if you were going to be willing to share that, but like I, cause it sucks to even just admit that you were a smoker, right? You know, mm -hmm. but, um, I really think this will help somebody. You know what I'm saying? I hope maybe just one person or something, but mm -hmm. like, um, you know, I think we, I think you just helped me, you know, do, do a service to people by sharing that. Um, and just, just talking about it cause it doesn't get talked about enough. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, if, if you're listening to this quit and or send it to someone you love send this podcast episode to someone you love who who needs to hear this because mm. 
I know there's people out there who are legitimate friends with me who, who need to hear this message. You know what I'm saying? Um, if me and Blake can do it, you can do it. 